The Game Sports Show is pleased to shout out a partner, additional home, and sponsor to Northern Superior Brewing Company, located on 50 Pym Street in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Northern Superior Brewing Company having a strong presence locally with many beers to offer. With much involvement in the community of Sault Ste. Marie, Northern has a sport and friendly-like atmosphere within its tap room, and during the summer months, it is a must to visit Pier 55 to enjoy some delicious food, amazing view of the water, and view of the Bush Pulling Museum right on the cusp of the Hub Trail, and of course, all of that down with a delicious brew from Northern Superior. Northern Superior Brewing company it's a northern thing you are listening to the game sports show powered by gem the game entertainment and media we want to tip our hats to compass imaging and demansky office interiors two great businesses in one great location from overall graphics to full office needs compass and demansky has it all in one stop make sure you check them out on facebook and on instagram Booyah, it's time for the Game Sports Show. It is your host, David McCaig Jr. The Game Sports Show is powered by Gem, and this is our Northern Superior Brewing Company local upload hockey edition. This edition is being recorded live inside Gem Studios in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. Gem Studios, that is fantastic to say. Make sure to hit like, follow, and subscribe on all of our social media pages, which is at the Game Sports Show, Facebook and Instagram. Also, make sure to follow along with Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Podbean, and Podtail podcast platforms also heard through the game sports show.com which you can make your desktop on your mobile device you just simply hold copy and paste and put it onto your mobile device so you can click it and also do that on your laptop so you can keep in touch with the game sports show and all the content that jim brings forward to you now as i mentioned this edition is featuring a full detailed hockey edition that will preview the upcoming world juniors nhl update and of course gem local sports updates this gem local being within Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, of course. Now, let's get into my co-host joining me here this evening. We're here inside our gem studios following our social distancing and COVID-19 rules. i got to make sure I mention that. The one and only Dane Hanschel, one of our general sports analysts here on gem. Dane, how are you? I'm wonderful, Dave. Thanks for having me. Uh, just gearing up for Christmas here and World Junior Hockey. Come, uh, That's your field forte, man. Which is actually on Christmas this year uh, yeah. rather than Boxing Day uh, yeah. due to... Uh, the late start to uh, training camp and all that. So, yeah. yeah, looking forward to that. First recording for you inside the studio. Uh, correct. Correct. It's yeah, nice. That's, that's affirmative. Yes. Still got a few things we're in development yeah, here, but it's, it's pretty self. It's pretty. It's put together along. well. Coming along. It's uh, nice. We can't wait to certainly get some pictures out to the public in the new year as we continue to progress towards the gem platform of sorts. A little teaser as I continue to tease more and more as I go. Alex Parr is the other co-host joined on the other end. Now, this man... Okay, he's competitive on Shell 21 as fuck. Let me tell you right now, Dane and I can attest to that. He's also a co-worker of mine, not just inside being with the Game Sports Show and Gem and all the great stuff that we have doing here. Also, it's just at, through the Sioux Area Hospital. I thought I would throw that out there. You know, Alex Parr is a great worker. He's a great guy. I'm giving you a big introduction because you're joining us through Skype. You're unable to travel up here. We're following everything with COVID-19, and obviously you're devoting your time to be here, so I want to give you the little extra, no offense to Dane, on the introduction. Thank you very much for joining us, Alex. Well, thank you, Dave. Like I say every time, it, it's so fun to be on and just talk hockey. And now that we actually have something to talk about more so than, ooh, what teams are going to be playing each other in three months' time, it'll be a good show. I'm definitely sure everyone should stick around to the end. Definitely. You know what? Honestly, it's been a complicated year if since March, right? Essentially, where with our news shows and uh, everything that we've had to load and upload, it's been very sporadic. So, listeners, we definitely appreciate it. Most of our consistent uploads have been our ESPN 1400 editions and obviously our special edition uploads with myself and Brooksy. For the most part, we have editions featuring Alex and we have an upcoming one that Dane's actually featured in that I have no problem teasing because I already have. We have Darren McCarty's edition coming up. And oh, let me tell you, that was an absolute fire edition with our special edition shows but we have loads of content with the gain sports show make sure you check out all of the episodes that are on the gainsportshow.com that we upload weekly we have multiple shows that are up- updated weekly on the site so if you have any questions complications just reach out to us through the website but make sure you check out the episode tab on the gain but let's get it started let's drop the puck 
if you will. And I don't mean that just because we're going to be dropping the puck in the upcoming days, but just on the show. I kind of wanted to have puns. Everyone knows I like doing puns, especially when it comes to Northern Superior Brewing Company, which I must include is a northern thing. I know Alex has puns with drinking a beer at the pier where we've done recordings Mm -hmm. before. It's fantastic. Northern Spirit Brewing Company. It's a northern thing. Make sure you get on down there and support local overall in general, not just Northern Spirit Brewing Company, but just local businesses. I know everything's going to be on hiatus for the next few weeks, but when the opportunity arises, especially when you want a cold brew, get on down to check out Northern Superior Brewing Company. So let's start off with the World Juniors. Dane, listen. We don't really do a lot of plans on this show in particular when it comes with following a full agenda. Now, people have saying that's not professional. No, no, no. That is the whole point of the game sports show. That's why we have grown as a brand, which we're at because we, we write down, what we're going to talk about and we just feed off each other. That's why the chemistry is great. And that's why we have great chemistry on Chell 21 for the most part, maybe not this year as much as previous, but nonetheless, you have put forth a big agenda uh, for the world juniors. I'm going to go to you first, wherever you want to go with what you've written down on paper, lead us off. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, well, uh, I got a little breakdown of uh, at least the top four teams. Uh, so we'll kind of start with Canada here. Um, I'll kind of break Powerhouse. down my, my thoughts and then you and Alex can kind of, uh, you know, add to add your thoughts to it. I so, like that. Yeah, we got uh, 20 uh, first round picks on Team Canada this year, um, which is <laughs> 11 more Christ. than the next team, uh, which I believe is the United States. So, uh, yeah, I think obviously Canada is uh, the favorites. I say by Do you far. think Alex think they're the favorites? <laughs> well, I mean, I I feel like there's definitely going to be some bias, but if they aren't the favorite to, to just win Pool A, I don't know who would be because Canada has such a weak pool this year. It is insane. They avoid the states, they avoid Sweden, they avoid Russia and the Czech Republic. If they can get past a weaker Finland team, if I may say, they're going to be laughing into the semifinals. Easy. Laughing. Yeah, so we got the, the usual suspects back. Um, Cousins, Byram, Drysdale, McMichael. Um, we have an addition of Kirby Doc, who will captain the team. Um, Good we're going to look at these guys to so obviously you know, be the front runners for you know potential MVP at the end of the tournament. <laughs> Already talking about that. Um, <laughs> all, all, all of these guys should be putting up really big numbers. Uh, Bowen Byram's been really impressive at camp so far. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, these are the superstars of the team. Uh, I think a couple interesting players to watch. Uh, Quinton Byfield, um, he didn't have the greatest showing at last year's tournament, but uh, second overall pick to the LA Kings. Guy has size, skill, um, really high potential. I think, you know, a little bit of his game might just be he, just a little bit more coaching, a little bit more experience. I think he he just kind of lacks a little bit of that, you know, certain hockey IQ at some time. But, I mean, the guy has – his ceiling is, is, is oh, huge. Off right? the charts. Yeah. Um, second, I got Dylan Holloway. Um, obviously, I got personal interest in this player. <laughs> Wonder uh, why. 13th overall to the Edmonton Oilers. Uh-huh. Uh, he plays for the uh, Wisconsin Badgers, the NCAA. Um, yes, good speed, hardworking, relentless on the puck, and uh, just a good overall skilled player. Um, he's another player that's actually been playing um, a couple games so far. So you also got to kind of think uh, with these guys that are playing in the NCAA, they might have a little bit of leg up on the rest of the competition. Obviously got fresher legs with having the ability to play um, with the CHL currently not um, playing. Yeah. Uh, my next player, Peyton Krabs, another guy. Uh, I say he's more, probably one of the better playmakers on the team. Really excels in that uh, in that area. He's the 17th overall pick to Vegas. Uh, currently plays for Kamloops. Um, Alex Newhook, um, which is a really a, a guy that I think is really going to light up this tournament. Plays for Boston College. I think everyone's going to light up the tournament. Yeah, I mean, I think like I mean, you can literally pick anybody on Canada, but these are kind of the guys that I think are going to you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to be up there. But, yeah, Boston College last year, 34 games, 19 goals, 23 points, 42 or 23 assists, 42 points, uh, which is really impressive numbers yep. um, for uh, NCAA. Um, I got Cole Perfetti. I think, uh, you know, didn't make the team last year, got cut, probably has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Um, Guy's probably one of the has one of the highest hockey IQs on the team. So smart. Great puck handler. Um, and he has... I would say probably one of the better releases as far as shots go on team. The Jets got a good pick there. The Jets got a very good draft pick there. Yeah, absolutely. And then Jack Quinn, another guy (laughs) that, uh, I mean, he's a pure goal scorer. I think he put 50 some points up uh, last year and only had about 20 assists. So he's going to be looking at uh, shooting the puck. So yeah, I mean, overall you're going to look at Canada here. 
they're definitely the favorites, but we're going to go to the goaltending, which is, I think, the clear weakness of the team. Um, no real big prospects. We got Dylan Garrard of Kamloops, which was a fourth-round pick to the Rangers. Other than that, um, Devin Levi, seventh-round pick to Florida, and then Taylor Goche uh, is undrafted. So um, I think uh, it seems that most of the time when we've had these lockouts or these COVID kind of years, we haven't had the best goalies. Um, looking back to Grand Forks, when yeah. we were talking about it, uh, yeah. Jeff Glass. which Told uh, you that answer. You didn't think I'd know that. Kind of quizzed you on that. You didn't think and, I'd and know that part. It, he doubted so. my guesses here. Um, and then, yeah, so like with the goaltending, um, and I'm going to get to it with like the Russians and, and, the, and the Americans. Yeah, um, I mean, they're absolutely gross in goaltending. <laughs> so yeah. we'll kind of see what happens. But yeah, what are your uh, boys' thoughts on, on, on a stacked Team Canada? So Par, we go back and forth here a little bit. You got a lineup that I'm looking through through TSN official Instagram page. Quick. Yeah, I mean, when I saw them post on Instagram, the the first stat that Dane opened with, the fact that how many first-round picks they have, I mean, like, I don't always want to say every year that Canada's the favorite, but somehow I always find myself saying that. But this year, this year, I think we really got to mean it, right? Like, I think the betting odds, I think they're, like, so, so in so favor big. of Canada. Yeah. That is just not – and, I mean, what I feel bad for is Team Germany. This is this is way off the rails, but they don't get nothing. They quarantine until the 24th. They play the 25th and then play Canada on the second half of a back-to-back for Canada's <laughs> opener. Good luck, guys. Good luck. Very crazy. Look at their – like the lineup quick. I'm gonna see. You got Quinn, Cousins, Doc are your first line projected. Holloway, Newcook, Peltier, Perfetti, McMichael, Kreps, Zari, Byfield, Tom, uh, Tomasino. Those are the four crews. Suzuki and Mercier being the scratches. Byram, Drysdale, Harley, Schneider, Goulet, and Baron, uh, Groshiak, and Spence. And I probably butchered Groshiak's name, but that's fine. Uh, like At the end of the day, the whole team is – that is a disgusting – lineup okay that is as per the tsn official page that they put up on their lineup that they practice they with got, they got dawson mercer all playing he yeah. was on the team last year so that would be <laughs> to kind of be on the team and then being in the lineup this year would be I it'd mean, be interesting if they went with a 5d and more of like a third like a like an additional forward more so like a 13th right but partly what i want to say here is that is this going to be the best team that canada has ever iced Okay, like, Ooh, like now let's, that, let's, that, let's that's that. a hard one just based on like I think people look back to the 2003 team as the best one or yeah, the 2003 correct me if I'm wrong, Crosby, Bergeron, those guys. Yeah. I think people look back on that team as the best of all time because those names had a lot of household like name value. They're they're people that you just know. Oh yeah, I know him, I know him, Stanley Cup, All-Star game, this guy did that. So I don't think we'll be able to say that definitively yet, but if this isn't the best team to give them a run for their money, I I don't know who would be. And the fact that we don't even have Lafreniere playing and we're still having this conversation? Oh, my God, man. Like, I just can't wait. I cannot wait for this hockey. So, over or under on Canada getting five goals a game? I'm sorry. I'm gonna be that 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 guy to say it. Like I I saw uploads a particular. I mean, I mean in in the round robin, I'd probably go over. But I think <laughs> once they play the Americans and the yeah. Russians, I think I have a hard time. See, there's one thing. What is an interesting style of the World Juniors? Kind of not not deteriorating from Canada, but NHL prospects of the World Junior again. Looking at our friends with TSN official Instagram page. Los Angeles has nine. Detroit is seven. The Ducks have six. The Devils have six. The Leafs have six which is amazing to me. Uh, Florida has five, Minnesota has five, and Nashville has five. Of course, LA leading the pack, as I mentioned. A lot of prospects at this World Juniors. Of course, Lafreniere wasn't sent by the Rangers. And of course, there's another American that Toronto didn't send. Well, it's not another American, but there's an American player, I should say, sorry, that the Leafs didn't send. And we'll get to that when we get to that person. Pretty much just spoiled it right there, but that's totally fine. What I see with Canada before we continue to other teams is – is this too much Chiefs on a team? I've I've been asked this. Is this too many Chiefs on a team? And I really don't think it is. What about you, Par? Like like is this is this a type um, where you got think, me with Dane in an NHL chat where we're thinking we're the best <laughs> in NHL 21 and like we don't we can't agree on to who's the best player to wear the G inside NHL 21. If you know, you know. That's all I'm gonna say. That. Uh, or is this a type of thing where you have? 
like a team that's just full of talent where they might not click. Like that might I, be an issue. I feel like for the World Juniors, players are pretty good at swallowing their ego and the fact that they're like this. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. This is I feel. I mean. If you're not growing up as a kid wishing to play for the World Juniors, like, well, what are you doing? Why are you even playing hockey? I feel I feel like people are a little bit more willing to accept a shortened role, the guys that got to play on the fourth, third line, last defensive pairing, because they look down at, you know, the logo on their jersey and they go, well, if I can do my part well and allow the other guys to do what they need to do well, we're going to win. And I, I think most players are pretty good at de- are accepting that you know their ego is going to take a little bit of a step back if it means a gold medal is around their neck. I wish I was coaching this team. So, so well, fucking- I, I want to bring up something I didn't even realize this till now. Every single referee and every single linesman is Canadian. Just going to put that out there. You guys can do with that information what you want, but. Is that because of the COVID, right? I, think, I can only imagine, yeah. Right? Uh, like that's... Which, which might not be overly beneficial for us. <laughs> I mean, I could see us getting a couple, you know, calls <laughs> just to kind of pick up for the fact of that. But we'll kind of see how it is, obviously. Yeah, no Russia throwing the puck over, hitting a camera. And, uh, oh, the... How much of, oh my God, last year. Then that penalty, the penalty song last year. Remember that clown beat or whatever the heck it was last oh, year? Oh, yeah. That oh. was just... Oh, that was Europe. It was in Europe, right? Europe, right? It was in Europe? Yeah. What I say? That sounds yeah. like the most European hockey thing I've ever heard of in my life, so I'm going to assume so. I can't remember what it was. It was interesting. I was. Oh, nervous. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you can try. I'm not going to try. I will be humiliated and will lose followers. Dane, you got more uh, You got more teams that we're going to jump into here at the World Juniors. We can talk about Canada to a blue in the face. We know yeah, this team is I fucking think, sick, I, I think man. the people just, yeah. I think <laughs> the, the thing to know is that Canada is very good this year. <laughs> expert opinion i would say favorites by you can't pay for that type of stuff it would would be it would be an utter disappointment if they don't get gold this year literally even compared to any other like i mean this year in particular so yeah but yeah we'll move on to the russians um potential rematch for the gold medal um the russians are nasty and that askarov has been putting up been a fan of him for years park and back me up on that i'm a fan yeah man uh, you have not shut up about that guy since you knew he was out of the womb so you've been on it you've been on him <laughs> i have been well, literally love, just kidding <laughs> you'll love this even more in saint petersburg this year he's played seven games his goals against average is 0.96 holy fuck save percentage of 962 and has only allowed more than one goal a game one time nashville fans rejoice man oh. love that Love every second of that. You got Rene out, Askarov coming in. You got UC Soros in the meantime, going to be able to transition when Askarov's ready. Oh, Nashville's got a treat there. We will note, though, that Askarov had uh, really good numbers in the KHL last year. and Struggled in the World Juniors. That well in the World Different Juniors. Different environment. So I, yeah. I, I would imagine this will be his coming out party. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's we're going to see some Goalie of the man, tournament, amazing. calling it. Yeah, so Over Spencer. Uh, 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 we'll see. We'll see. The Russians are, you know, consistently inconsistent. So we'll see what kind of Russian team we got this year. Um, so yeah, I mean, one of their strengths is obviously uh, their goaltending. Uh, we'll go with Vancouver prospect Vasily Podkolzin, which I think I absolutely named that one. You got um, it right. You nailed it. Complete player. Um, he kind of excels in almost all areas. Um, he doesn't. I wouldn't say he really has a strength or a weakness. Um, I well, one of his weaknesses he does lack a little bit of consistency. Only has six points in 24 games um, for St. Petersburg this year in the KHL. How much is that due to his playing time? I don't know. I don't watch every KHL game. so. Um, but I know the Vancouver Canucks are really excited about this prospect. Um, I think they're probably looking for him to, you know what, I, I, I'm not sure, probably next year on the team. I'm not sure if they have plans for, you know, bringing him on to play a couple games uh, after the World Juniors. Um, and uh, next we got Rodion Miroff, uh, NHL. Woo! Buddy, there yeah, we go. Yeah, baby, let's go! Prospect could potentially be the steal of the draft. Um, just kind of an unknown. I know a lot of Leafs fans right away when they heard that. Shot dupes. Yeah, I mean, if you would have saw my reaction jumping off, off the couch goal, I'd go, who the hell is that? <laughs> I, I think uh, I, you know, I'll put a, I'll put a sock in it for now because I've seen his KHL highlights this year, and oh my god, that guy is nasty. That guy is gross. Yeah, he kind of has like a little bit of a Mitch Marner kind of, kind of tool. We need He's another a one bit of those. Smaller. He has a really good shot, good hockey IQ. I mean, again, lacks a little bit of size. I just really good lateral skater. 
Like oh, I hope he transits to a sniper, not a not, not a, a good shot. We need it. We need. We yeah, need a sniper. He's definitely definitely a guy that. Yeah, I can't think of any snipers on the Leafs. I, yeah, he's really good at finding good areas on the ice <laughs> to kind of sneak into to get a good shot open. There's so. no scores on Toronto, if you realize. Yeah, more more more, more offense for Toronto. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dane, quick quick question for you: Is it is it true Canada has a pre-tournament game against Russia tomorrow? This is true. This is true. I thought, I thought they were all canceled. Uh, I guess they're sneaking one in each for everybody. So this date recorded on December the 22nd, of course, as people will know from our right away upload, if you will, keeping it very simple with that. Or if you tune in tomorrow, it's 23rd. The following day, this was recorded on the 22nd. It's a little heads up. So if you're up. listening, turn the game on. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Like a lot of these guys haven't played hockey and you got to think about how long. Like, I mean, at least like, you know, a real game. So getting a pre-tournament game in um, kind of evens up the odds, especially when a lot of these European teams have, you know, haven't really skipped the beat over there in their league. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I got Russia kind of, you know, like the 2A, 2B with the United States. I think both teams um, kind of excel in a lot of the same areas. Um, both offensively and and in net, so um, I think yeah we're gonna see a really good uh, hockey game uh, come uh, when they play each other in their divisional or in their round robin battle. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, oh, I I, I kind of want to go with the United States and Canada in the final, but I mean mm. Russia could definitely be there right there. So uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch Askarov. I'll be checking in on a lot of uh, yeah. Russia games this year. So. Been highly touted that guy. I mean, let me tell you, I'm a could steal the tournament. And you know what? Russia is going to be. It's always that matchup with Russia and Canada, right? It's, but there's. I don't think there's almost a match this year. I'm sorry. I, the only. I think if someone's going to steal a game, it's Askarov. But we all know goaltending can steal a game. If Askarov makes a couple big saves, you go the other way. You transition. Puck possession's big, right? When you can break out of the zone, you make a couple plays. You're able to squeak by the stud of decor that Canada has and get it past one of their weaker goalies. Sorry, that is their weakness. If you're able to capitalize on a couple, you might get Canada rattled. You might. They might not be able to be used to playing from behind. You know, that's where Russia and U.S., when they go into the games, they have strong goaltending. Okay, there's teams that are going to struggle in this tournament a lot. Teams that wish that they probably weren't in this tournament because of the teams that Canada is. You know, at the end of the day, Austria. it's <laughs> you know, I really think that it's a situation that 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 Canada has everything to lose, and that could be dangerous against teams like Russia and the States. But with the States, I know you had some analysis on behind the States, Dan. So let's jump into that. Yeah, like I said, um, goaltending will be a massive strength through the USA this year. Um, returning are Spencer Knight and Flames prospect Dustin Wolf. So, same goalies they had last year. They know what the tournament's all about. Um, defense will be a little bit of a weakness. They only have one returning player, uh, Cam York, who's the uh, a Flames prospect, drafted 14th overall in that really heavily stacked American first round with all the guys coming out of their uh, development. Um, system and then uh, yeah also uh, Jake Sanderson uh, who was not on the team last year fifth overall pick by mm-hmm. the uh, Sens so Good the pick. Sens got a couple uh, interesting prospects that I'm sure Sens fans will uh, be excited to be to watch in the uh, World Juniors this year um, maybe on- you should be excited to actually watch the real team for once too when Hockey comes back <laughs> <laughs> For fuck, cause that's out far. Is that pretty? That's pretty bleak. No. Ah, that's. I uh, mean, yeah. Someone's sometimes you gotta call a spade a spade. Yeah. There's yeah. We could go into that for for. We've uh, have for we have hours. numerous. Times. <laughs> <laughs> we have on this fucking show. I've been to that rink, man. Myself and of course my girlfriend when we were down there, we froze our fucking asses off. As I swear, like showing non-intelligence over here at all, but just just frozen. Man, you can't get an Uber for an hour and 30 minutes. When I got an Uber, I saw the person. I felt like I, I saw a celebrity that I love more than anything. I wanted to kiss that Uber because I was waiting for an hour and a half outside in my jersey and jeans. Not being a smart guy, bringing a jacket. Because who's bringing a jacket to a hockey game? It's so inconvenient carrying a jacket around a hockey rink. You ever think of that? Like sitting in your seat, how comfortable that is? As we sit here and I'm bitching about the the Ottawa Senators. Let's continue. So, I feel like Patrick Kane should take a, a page out of your book and how to treat the guys that are trying to give him a ride. <laughs> oh, that is not too soon, and that is uh, perfect. Anyways, boys, <laughs> moving on to the Fords. Um, I mean, the big three, Alex Turk got fifth overall to LA. Um, probably one of the best playmakers in the tournament. Obviously, we're going to go to Trevor Seagrass after this. Had nine assists last year. 
um, in the tournament. Um, so probably arguably bad. the best playmaker in the tournament. <laughs> um, the guy also has a really great shot, so I don't really expect him to have, put up a donut on the board in the uh, the goal column this year. Expect him to kind of have uh, his stats maybe a little bit more spread out uh, between goals and assists. Um, Cole Caulfield. Um, I got yeah, this guy buddy. as a potential MVP yeah. this year. Um, I think he's going to be the trigger man um, on a line with Zgrass and Turcotte. Um, he has one of the best shots in the tournament. I think he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Um, he definitely kind of fell in last year's draft. Size, obviously, an issue. Um, he's also been playing unbelievable in the NCAA this year, and many have touted him to arguably be the MVP so far. Putting up six goals and six assists in ten games. So, yeah, I mean, those are... Uh, Three guys probably all going to be on a line together. We're going to score a lot of it's a pretty lot good of stats, Apar. Eh, um, I mean, yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I mean, those are those are the three guys I got to watch for. I mean, again, the usual suspects, all guys that were on the team last year. So I think obviously playing, you know, in consecutive tournaments is definitely beneficial. So yeah. I see these guys obviously really carrying the load offensively uh, for the United States. But yeah, Cole Caulfield would be my. Uh, Potential MVP um, if the Americans do um, end up going to the final and, and winning. So, yeah, thanks Rangers for not saying Lafreniere, even though we didn't really need him in Canada. But hey, there was a player that's missing on the states, somebody named Nick Robertson, Toronto Maple Leaf player who actually had a pretty good five games against Columbus because we didn't technically make the freaking playoffs. And I say we because Par and I are Leaf fans. And, of course, Robertson was actually a good force out there. The kid works hard. He's fast, small. Not like Toronto has no no other small forwards or anything like that. It's like we need another one to add to the roster. But there's a guy that the States are going to be missing, right? There's – you can say Seagrass. You can say Turcotte. But I think if you add Robertson to that list of that NHL experience that he had, he probably would have been the best player next to Cole Caulfield, right? Big fan of Cole. Montreal got a steal there. Better than Turcotte and Seagrass? You're crazy. With Cole, I think Cole can be up there with Turcotte. I, 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 but that's right, because Zgrass that's first glance. Top first, ten, top ten picks from last first year. glance. Like I think, just think Cole has come a long way, and I, I think he's one of the better American oh, talents. I'm talking, I don't up. think Nick Robinson. Oh, you're talking Nick. Is, yeah, no, yeah, no Nick. Two. I think between like if you have Nick, even or Zgrass is one and two centers that would have tremendously helped out the if American I'm not offense. Mistaken, I'm pretty sure Cole Caulfield was actually ranked in front of Zgrass. Um, you know, per the Bob McKenzie list or yeah. You know the scout scouting list there. So we got to think though, Par, with the if the Americans did have Robertson, it would have just changed that whole offense. But it still doesn't contest with Canada's offense, in my honest opinion. Yeah, but I think uh, I think they were saying that the reason why he's not going is because he's practicing and trying to make the Leafs roster. So if there's anybody out here rooting for the Leafs like Dave and I, that might be a. Uh... An interesting story to stay uh, stay posted on going in because I think he's got a legitimate shot at making it. I was super impressed all last, not playoff games, play-in games. Wait, it's so crazy to say the Leafs weren't a playoff team last year, but I digress. Would would you guys, as Leaf fans, are are you more keen to have him at the tournament because he's a prospect and you can mold his game in the World Junior, but he's also, you know, would be playing against Team Canada. So as 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 a Leafs. Mm. You think, you know, Kyle Dubas, you know, maybe doing Team Canada a little bit of a favor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, uh, I don't think that's it at all. I think uh, I, I think I the think team just goes, he's got a legitimate shot at making it. So let's let's see what he can do. And he's playing against grown men now. Nothing against the World Juniors. That is some amazing competition. But there's something about playing against a 35-year-old man who's like 250 and like hitting you into the boards. That's a little bit different. What's about Kirby Doc then? You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at it that way. I think Chicago looked at it on a side that, yes, they're kind of on a retooling phase. But at the same time, they're looking at um, getting Kirby out there maybe to get some extra ice time and get some game time to get that timing down, right? That's where I kind of see, yes, World Juniors is different pace of hockey, different level. Obviously, men between playing with with younger men or boys. Sorry. Younger men, yeah. They're still young. Uh, in comparison to guys, if you go in the corner with Ryan Reeves, there's no Ryan Reeves in this tournament, who's a big man who can literally knock you on your ass before you blink. So, you you know, I, I think I get Chicago's point where you send somebody uh, to, you know, get their timing, get that game, get back in the game mode. But I also see the other side where you do want to risk injury, focus on making the team. But if this tournament was in the States, I would see why Toronto wouldn't send Robertson, right? Because he wouldn't be allowed back in the country for who knows how long and or what or quarantine he's trying to make the team. But I'm surprised that they didn't send him just because of that timing side, to be honest. I know Dubas is focused on him making the team. It's time to focus on Toronto. 
But again, I do believe in Chicago's progression part or, or plans because I think that makes the most sense. Get the timing back. Get into that pace of game because let's be honest, World Junior Hockey is fast hockey. It's uh, fast hockey. I don't, I don't think Chicago's really too worried about icing the best possible team. I think the Leafs are. And I think the Leafs just think that Robertson, Robertson has a chance at being one of the players that makes the, you know, the top 12 forward. So needs to be a top 12 forward. I'm sorry. I, I – Never mind. That's another. That's another topic. It, it'll rotate all season, and I think he's only allowed to play seven games this year before he burns a year on his ELC. Yeah, so you got to really think about what you want to do there for sure. But Toronto mm-hmm. is in a position where there might be a benefit. Uh, too bad they don't have a squeaking defenseman that can come in, but there is someone coming from overseas. But we're still talking about World Juniors. Danny, you got a final, final or more points? Sorry, with uh, the World Juniors before we go to our break. Ah, it's got Team Sweden. We can go Team yes, Sweden quick. That's, uh, that's kind of the last. I know there's other teams that we can jump yeah, into. Yeah, be... I'm doing like, you know, the, the, Notables, the, four, the yes. four teams that I think are the only four teams that have a chance. Um, no, <laughs> no offense. No offense to Finland, who has been unreal in the World Juniors. I think Finland just has a bit of a weaker team that we've, you know, compared to what we've seen in the last couple of years. But they'll be back. Definitely a hockey power that is on the uh, up and rise, in my opinion. But yeah, we're going to go to Team Sweden. Uh, their 51 and 0 round robin record is going to snap in this uh, World <laughs> Juniors. Um, you know, that records are meant to, you know, at least end. I, I suppose. I, I mean, they can only keep this going for so long. Um, they had last loss was uh, the 26 Boxing Day against Canada in 2007 in That's round robin, which is an unreal shit. record. Um, but obviously they've uh, drawn the Americans and the Russians this year. So, I mean, if there was ever a tournament where they were going to lose a game in the round robin, it's now. I'm, I'm betting this year. Um, Good team, though, still. Yeah, they, they, they definitely got a couple big players. Uh, goalies, sorry if I brutalize his name, Hugo Alnefelt um, is the probable starter. He played last year for the team. Um, he had solid numbers. He The only goaltender that actually had better numbers than him last year was Joel Hoffer of the Team Canada. Canada. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look for him to kind of be a big player for uh, for the Swedes this year. Um, yep. They're they're going to need him um, on defense. What I which I think is probably the strength of the Swedes this year. Phil Broberg will captain the team. Mm, I wonder uh, what not, team he got drafted another, by. Danny, another, another Oilers prospect. Jeez. I will I will note that he's only put up two points in the last two World Juniors. This will be his third World Junior. Um, I think his development in the last year has been unreal. So I mean, I think Team Sweden expectations my expectations i'm expecting him to light it up probably after a point per game and really run that blue line you know on the power play um probably one of the best skaters in the whole tournament if not the most defensively i don't know the forward talent guys, tournament guy skates like guy skates like scott niedemeyer just watch you don't compare him to scott niedemeyer his skating man i'm telling you oh, anyways God. also returning on uh, d will be at uh, the point to bias uh, Bjorn Fort. There you uh, go. Nailed uh, it. 28, 22nd <laughs> uh, overall on the show. to LA. Just, uh, just say it with confidence. Nobody yeah, I, mean, yeah, I was close enough. He played three games for uh, LA last year, so he has a little bit of that NHL pedigree. Um, Triple he had, H? Yeah, no, no points, minus <laughs> three games. Uh, and then was sent down to the Ontario Reign. And then also uh, Victor Soderstrom, 11th overall to Arizona. Yeah, good pick. Had six points in seven games in last year's World yeah. Junior. So I would Kids look good. for him to uh, kind of carry over um, to this year and put up uh, also big numbers. And then, yeah, Sweden's forwards. We got the big two, the only returnees uh, from last year's team, Raymond and Holtz. Um, you're going to look for them to, to really carry the offensive load yeah. for this team. Um, due to COVID, Carl Henriksen, who would have been the center between the, those two guys, uh, will be unavailable for the World Junior Tournament. And they also lost another, um, I think, like their third line kind of, grinder center so they're a little lacking mm. uh in the middle so we'll kind of see how um how that affects sweden so yeah i kind of expect sweden to be you know finish fourth in the tournament and then just uh, other quick little notes uh czech republic we got yarmir picklick and uh goalie yeah, nick malik playing. yeah there nick you go malik. some gem local uh, does anybody know who nick malik's father is yes of course yeah, Merrick Merrick. Malik. i wonder so, Okay, well, I mean, of course. <laughs> maybe, maybe the listeners don't. Dang, tell us. Come on. Yeah. You gotta tell us. Yeah. All right. Tell fun, us. F- fun fact I just found that out today. So. Oh, you did? <laughs> no, what? Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. So that's he's why honest. Guess, uh, that's at least why he's why honest. honest so. okay. I mean, hopefully, a good yeah. showing from those two. Yeah. Um, 
think Nick Valleek's draftier this year, so I think this tournament would go a long way for him. Yeah, he needs uh, to be strong in this tournament. Same with, well, not Pitt like necessarily, obviously, but it's uh, Malik. You know, there's a guy last year that the Hounds fans in particular, hashtag Gem Local, if you will, uh, they they keep an eye on Malik and Pitlick, those are players that are going to be really watched, and you hope that they are successful. You know, Czech Republic's not walking away par in this tournament with a gold medal. Sorry, if they do, I wow. uh, I can't. I shouldn't say yeah. that, but like with Malik, you got to like Dane just said, it's a big year, especially since his draft year. Yeah, and I mean, he looked okay last year, if you ask me. I mean, hey, like, I mean, he's got nothing to lose. I mean, it's the Czech Republic. It's not like everybody's going, oh, well, you guys are definitely going to win the gold medal. He's he's, he's just got to play. Play his game. I don't put the horse blinders on. No fans in the building to sway momentum. Do your thing, Nick. Like, I mean, I've really enjoyed seeing him play, so who knows? I mean, I don't want to count him out like you guys are, but, I mean, I think I think that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. Uh, definitely not counting them out. And then, yeah, the only other thing I got is Czech Republic, or I mean the Czechs. Yeah, the Germans um, finished ninth place last year. Um, I was looking for them to actually make uh, quite the leap in this year's tournament. Um, Tim Stutzel, and then they have uh, oh, Steider, which is Detroit's... Uh, Oh, Moritz Sider. Yeah, yeah Moritz Sider. So, that guy's going to be good for Detroit and in the then, future. And uh, then Reichel, who was also a first-round pick. Lucas Reichel. Lucas Reichel. So, yeah. I mean, they had three first-round picks on their team. They've had a little bit of issues with COVID, with uh, 10 players now being quarantined. Um, yeah. They won't be able to have any practices before their game on Christmas Day. Um, no preliminary games. Uh, so, when they have to play... Finland on Christmas um they're going to be a little rusty and then they're fortunate enough to have to play Canada the next day so that's not bad um if it, I mean if things kind of went you know like they were supposed to and COVID wasn't going to fuck up their tournament <laughs> um, yeah I would I kind of had them as like a dark horse to obviously not yeah. win the tournament but to definitely make you know what kind of show the world that Germany is an upcoming kind of hockey uh country um Leon Dreisaitl also Sportsman of the Year in Germany. Just going to throw that out there. Who's Leon Dreisaitl I'll play for again? I don't know. <laughs> the Leafs. Uh, yeah, he's got a better contract than Mitch Marner does. But anyway, it doesn't matter. We're That's a whole other conversation. So happy we have and all that. But Par, I know you are going to be leaving us a little bit early after this part. Uh, the next part will be myself and Dane, of course, because uh, you've got other commitments beyond our recording here. So I wanted to kind of for the next minute or two give you the floor on some opinions kind of with the World Junior Preview. Obviously, we have Dane who has Canada, Russia, States, and Sweden. Probably in that order in his top four, it sounds like, because he went through the list that way. Yeah, pretty uh, much. And then you have notable teams, Finland, Germany, uh, Austria. Just kidding. Uh, you, you have teams that are that are there uh, at the tournament participating that are playing against teams that are of high superiority, right? And it, it, this, because of COVID and everything that is we've learned in the world, obviously, just yeah, I guess you can say that just happened a couple days ago based on this recording that the world's going to be shutting down again. In particular, we're talking Ontario, uh, different regulations throughout Canada and States is a little bit different. We're speaking northern than Ontario. Uh, so obviously in Ontario, it's going to be on lockdown. Obviously everyone in Ontario is probably going to be watching those world juniors, but will this be actually the most watched world juniors? And I want you to give kind of your insight on it because at the end of the day, because of what's going on in the world, everyone's got to stay in. It's the holidays. A lot of studs in this tournament. Like a lot of players that are absolutely disgusting, right? You got guys. The only thing, sorry to cut you off there, Dave, but the only thing that I think might take away from viewership is it's hard watching sports with no fans sometimes. Like that, that is such a big part of the game and hearing the momentum. And you know, Canada's down by X amount of goals and they come back and Everly scores and the building erupts. And you just, it, the fans play into those moments so much. It, it like, there's going to be no, you know, guy with his hockey helmet with the red siren on the top screaming at the camera every time Canada scores. And like that, it, it, it's hard. I feel like it takes away. But uh, I, the talent won't be the reason why anybody won't be tuning in. And, I mean, I know we poked fun at Austria and Germany today, but like we said, Germany has got a couple of really good players that are really interesting to watch. Austria's even got Marco Rossi. I mean, like that, if you're just turning on a game, you've got some people to watch. See, in front of the show, one of our uh, uh, kind of our 
side sponsors, if you will, 44 Vision Hockey with Rob Shrimp. As everyone hears on the commercial, someone we're really involved with here on the Game Sports Show and Jim. Uh, big fan. big fr- He's a friend of Marco Rossi, too. And as you can see on social media, highly uh, states how much of a steal he was to Minnesota. And I actually agree. Uh, the kid is great. Obviously, hes I don't know if he's going to have the ability to lead a team, like his team, to a cold bell or everything as such. But those type of players, you mentioned Rossi, Malik. Uh, you, you, you have Broberg on Sweden, right? Like, yeah, Sweden's a good hockey team. He's got Raymond and Holtz, but there's specific players in each team that you can really keep a close eye on. Not just because you're a Leaf fan or because you're a Wild fan or an Oilers fan or a Red Wing Kings fan, whatever fan you may be. You're not going to see as much talent, I don't think, in a tournament like you have now. Last year, there was a good tournament with players. Obviously, it was great. 2005 with Crosby, Bergeron, and the list goes on. Jeff Glass in between the pipes, if you will. Uh, you, you got you got a tournament now where you got all these studs that are there. And like you said, Par, we poked fun at different teams. But there's still going to be players that are there that are going to be big involvements in the National Hockey League. They're going to be invading our news shows in the future right here on the Game Sports Show and all uh, the, the sports shows in the future. So my play though i'm gonna go around for a sign you off par before we go to commercial break except obviously we're gonna i can't don't really want to include team can in this but i will in a two-parter what player are you watching most in this tournament and what player from canada are you watching most in this tournament so now why i'm mentioning Um, why i'm mentioning both is because i kind of want you to exclude canada from your main player that you're watching Okay, well, it still doesn't do me any favors. I'm still a huge homer. I really want to watch Russia and Finland. They both have three Leafs prospects a piece. Definitely want to see uh, Rodi and Amarov, just because I haven't really, you know, we live in North America. I don't really get exposed to his his hockey games all the time. So it'll be nice to take uh, those games in, especially when he's playing against the best competition in his world for his age. And for Canada, I mean, Kirby Doc, man, just just make it look like it's easy. Like, I know you're going to. And that's what I want to see. I just want to see Kirby Doc dance, man. Yeah, you know what? Kirby Doc definitely could. So I'll say quickly, then, then you, Dane, quickly. Then we're going to let Par go because, you know, we have, stuff, we have stuff to do. So I'll say Team Canada. Uh, what The guy that I am for sure watching this tournament is Cole Perfetti. Uh, that's the guy that I'm going to be watching. There's loads of talent. Bowen Byram. There's guys that I really notably like on that team. Uh, in particular with Cole Perfetti, and I was really torn between choosing him or Quinton Byfield, but I, I got to say Perfetti because he didn't play there this past year when they won the gold medal. And on other teams, you know, I was going to go Rodi and Amaroff, but I'm going to go another route. I'm going to go Ronnie Harvinen on uh, Finland, another Leaf pick. He was a second-round pick uh, for Toronto. I am going to be biased with that because uh, I'm going on a fan perspective because I feel like he's going to be a stud uh, in terms of this world junior and being under like a dark horse, in words of Dane, a guy who could be a strong presence on the ice uh, to help lead a team probably not to any high amount of victories but that's one guy i'd certainly be watching dan yeah i think like team canada i mean i think i'll, I'll go with quinton byfield i'm really looking forward to see uh, how much he can kind of improve um in this year's tournament compared to last year's tournament you know kind of live up to that hype and all that potential that he has and then i mean like just russia in general um those three players i mentioned before Askarov, Paul Colson, and uh, Amirov, I think all kind of, you know, have crazy potential, but have, you know, have had inconsistencies in their games. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And then obviously personal interest. I'm looking to see uh, Philip Broberg really uh, take a huge step uh, for Team Sweden this year and really kind of, you know, captain that team, uh, you know, on and off the ice. So we got a full consensus Canada's winning the gold medal this year. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. Par? <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to dispute that. Absolutely not. Like that. I'm not even really worried about the goaltending. I mean, Jamie, Di- like, Jamie Drysdale and, and Bowen Byram on the back end. I, I honestly feel yeah, like... Yeah, you got to get to the goaltender first. Uh, <laughs> I honestly kind of have a thing where they should maybe split them up and really... But I mean, okay. together, they're going to be nasty. So either way, looking forward to it. Par, my friend, thank you for joining us. I know you're, to, you're just doing the one part, but we prolonged this first part a little bit just so we can get a little extra out of you. Uh, so I want to say thank you for coming on by here tonight for the first part of the show with our World Junior Preview. Uh, it's great to get back. We're going to try to get keep on getting back to these hockey uploads as more hockey comes. As we all know, the NHL is going to be starting January the 13th. So we got that. We have local hockey that has been going on, but that's been mostly covered by yours truly and Scott Nason and our ESPN 1400 show. So 
So blog sporadic uploads here. We're going to try to get more consistent. So Par, we'll be hearing more of you, obviously, because you're one of our general sports analysts as well with the game. And Jim, thank you for taking the time to come on before your commitments this evening. Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. And uh, keep having fun. This has been a great show so far. We've had some fun, and as I mentioned, a little extended but on purpose because we love hearing your voice too, Parr. So again, Dan and I, let me make sure that listeners know we're going to take a commercial break. We'll come back. Dan and I will begin into an NHL preview. I'll be spearheading a little bit of a gem local kind of reminder before we wrap up our show. Again, thank you to Alex. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe on all of our platforms. We're going to hear from our sponsors before we return here on the Game Sports Show, North Spirit Brewing Company, Hockey Upload Edition. The Game Sports Show and Game Entertainment Media want to give a quick stick tap to LivingSisu.com. Sisu is a Finnish word for determination, tenacity, and resiliency. LivingSisu.com wants to activate your lifestyle by offering discounts and exclusive offers from your favorite sports brands. Sign up as free at LivingSisu.com where you will earn instant offers that will help you save on sports tools, products, supplements, and so much more. Be sure to check it all out at LivingSisu.com. The Game Sports Show, powered by Jim, would love to give a belly rub to Northern Critters in Need. Northern Critters in Need is an animal foster and adoption agency located in Ignis, Ontario, with connecting stations within Thunder Bay and Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. NCIN can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Northern Critters in Need, with a mission to rescue lost, abandoned, and abused and unwanted pets. With an aim to find forever homes for these animals, doesn't matter where you're located. If you're looking to bring a new fur baby into your life, NCIN. The reach of our rescue goes far beyond our township. Hi, it's Rob Shrimp from 44 Vision Hockey. 44 Vision Hockey is an online coaching platform for both boys and girls. The 44 Vision platform is a 360-degree immersive training model designed to help players achieve their goals. You can learn from the coaches who have all achieved from the highest levels in the game, all the way from NHL on the men's side to Olympic team members on the women's side. Check out our website at 44visionhockey.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Zachary Kelly. I'm a professional goaltender in the Washington Capitals organization. If you're a sports person, well, you need to download my new app. It's called Living Sisu, S-I-S-U. Everything about sports, from discounts to events to just learning new tips and tricks about sports. Download the app. Follow us on Instagram. We have the app just came out there on iOS and Android. Just want to say a big shout out to the guys at the Game Sports Show. Thanks a lot. And I really appreciate you guys. And we'll talk real soon. Welcome back to the Game Sports Show. It's your host, David McKaig. This has been our Northern Superior Brewing Company Upload Hockey Edition here inside Gem Studios, powered by Gem, of course. And you may be listening through many of the options, of course, that we present on social media and on our podcast platforms or our website. That means Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Podbean, Podtail, and the Game Sports Show. So I'm here joined and continue to be joined by Dane Hanshaw. On the first part, we had Alex Parr with our full World Juniors preview, which was brought forward to you by our one and only Dane Hanshaw with that analysis uh, with the upcoming World Junior Hockey Tournament. Dane, you and I still have some hockey news that we are going to be jumping into. And of course, as I mentioned, this is a full hockey upload edition when it comes to additional sports. To football, we have our in-the-pocket segment. When it comes to baseball, we have a strike zone segment. When it comes to basketball, we have our own separate hoop edition as well that we'll be bringing forward to you sometime very soon. So we have very sorts of additions here on the Game Sports Show, in particular through our North Superior Brewing Company uploads and Sports Center Bar and Grill. And now, of course, bringing in Little Caesars on our family. They'll be a part of our special edition uploads, Little Caesars Sault St. Marie. So, Dane, we got loads of stuff still to get to in terms of hockey. A good amount that we're going to try to fit in. So little time here because of our time constraints that we're following. So, Dane, I want to jump right into it right now and stick with the national side before we go to our hashtag gem local. The National Hockey League. All right. So we now know what is going on in the divisions. All right. You can check out the divisions through the NHL Instagram page, the NHL.com. Uh, many of the other sports outlets, the TSN, ESPN, they're all they're all uploaded that you can check out. We can't we're not going to sit here and go through every uh, division with their teams because there's a North, West, Central, and East division. Okay, and the North division, most notably here, since we're on the Canadian side, you have an all Canadian division. Okay, and I will feature the Canadian teams because anyone forgets who the Canadian teams are: Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, and Winnipeg. The NHL had a little bit of a scare here. We did not think this was going to happen at first. There was a lot of questions. It did happen. Thumbs up to National Hockey League getting this figured out. 
Well, they don't have it figured out because Vancouver still isn't allowed to play in Vancouver or go traveling outside of BC. So they might be playing in America somewhere. So it's it's a go, but they yeah. got to figure out that the 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 BC problem right now. So Vancouver just doesn't have anywhere to play, so they might have to go share a stadium. Yeah. Um, Dude, very, they're gonna it'd figure be very it out. Convenient if the Kraken Stadium was, I don't know if it's ready and available. Just slide them in there. Just see, that's one point I was gonna allude to. I know the Vancouver is still an issue, but I think they're gonna figure it out. You got to think I, it's I, gonna be figured out. I, I, I'm I, sitting here saying I, I and believing that it's gonna it's, be figured it's, it's out. Not, it's not in the NHL's hands. It's, it's a political thing. It's the BC government. No, yeah. They make they make the rules. They don't they don't give a shit about the NHL. I so, wonder if they would consider going to Hamilton. If that would be an option to bring him into Ontario, just because of uh, simplicity be, of might travel. Be, might be spooning with the Oilers in Edmonton. Yeah, might have to. Now, this I, NHL has brought up for the 2020-2021 season. be 56 games beginning on Wednesday, January the 13th, Dane. Okay, and now just a quick little recap. There, and This is as per, as per Pierre Lebrun, if you will. Puck drop January 13th. Trade deadlines April 12th. Regular season completions May 8th. Expansion draft July 21st. That's, of course, because the Seattle Kraken are coming to the National Hockey League. The draft will be the 23rd or 24th of July, and free agent frenzy will be July the 28th. So little time and obviously a big sprint to the finish line with all the timelines here that we have 56 games obviously we hope that everything goes smoothly with the national hockey League having no issues with COVID-19 but we have to think that there might be issues as we go forward but to have a Canadian team put together despite whatever happens with Vancouver let's be real this is great for for rivalry in hockey, especially, you know, you got Edmonton Calgary playing each other more, which, you know, everyone's going to love. You got Toronto playing Montreal, and as per Don Cherry, he thinks the Montreal Canadiens are the most ready playoff team out of all the teams in Canada. Who, Don? Don Cherry said that. So is, if that, he, is he still relevant? <laughs> so, like, there's a guy that... I forgot is, he has his podcast. If yes, he does. The Grapevine. Got that on that you can check out on certain things that I do. Obviously, I'm a I've kind of when I look at Don Cherry, who's someone I grew up with now. I know ever since he stopped, and I'm not, certain I'm involvement. Not, I'm, not, I'm not a Don hater. No, but no. There's but there's certain things I, that he's I, done I, post hockey too that I'm not a fan I, of I either. I can say that he has not been on my mind for yeah. quite some time. Yeah, there's a couple things that he's brought forward, even in terms of political views that have you know changed. But everyone has their opinion yeah, on yeah. things, right? So we're not jumping into that. But you have. A Canadian division that's exciting, but the Oilers, Dane. You, they, they're not in a California division anymore. Teams that were a lot weaker would have been an advantage well, to the I mean, Oilers this year. We've been waiting for so long for you know <laughs> L.A. and Anaheim and San Jose to kind of be the bottom feeders of that division. And I mean, last year you could obviously see with the Canadian teams they they took advantage of that, having you know all three in the division making it alongside the Vegas Knights. I mean, everybody made the playoffs last year, but I mean before even they had the 24 playoff. This, we all had the uh, the three Canadian teams in there. So, yeah, it's a little bit disappointing. I think, you know, you take away Vegas, um, add Toronto, if you kind of, I mean, Vegas is way better than the Leafs, in my opinion. I think Vegas is, I mean, not way better, but they're definitely better than Edmonton and Toronto. Roster say stacked. way better. Oh, oh way better. Christ. I take that back. Sorry. Yeah, I, was being, I was being biased there. I was being biased. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, other, other than that, I mean, you know, you're adding a, a, a good Montreal team that I think kind of proved a lot um, to themselves and the rest of the league last year, and a, and a weird Winnipeg team, which I really uh, I don't I don't know what to expect. Um, Patrick Liney, how's he going to be this year? You get dealt. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> I mean the thing is, is like with, with, with the trades right now and with the uncertainty with the cap. I think deals are a little bit harder to make. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, you can fight about the rankings for the North. I'm not even going to rank them. I just think there's probably four teams that have a legitimate, legitimate chance at winning the division. That being Edmonton, Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, and I think they're all um, close enough um, and inconsistent enough throughout the years. With uh, I mean, I think Vancouver would be the exception where you know they've finally have got, you know, their their guys, you know, the guys that are on that team and they're kind of up and coming. But whereas Calgary, you know, I think three years ago finished first in the Western Conference. Some big signings. Is didn't awesome. make the playoffs, made the playoffs this year. And Edmonton's been up and down. And we all know about Toronto. Great regular season, Kent. So, 
I mean, yeah, you you can any anything can happen. Um, and yeah, look for Montreal to make a push. So, and and the craziest thing is is the playoffs, like the breakdown of the playoffs. Like it's one team from each well one team, team division. One team, so it's like this year will be like who is the king of Canada. <laughs> Like it's it's uh, yeah so as excited as I am for it I mean it's it's gonna be pretty stressful for hockey fans especially when you got all the Canadian teams playing against each other so so the big thing is and we're gonna do a full NHL preview show so we won't jump into a, a specifics of other divisions and teams just so everyone's aware before this puck drops January 13th we will have an, an upload in terms of an NHL preview so we're just sticking to the Canadian divisions in terms of if you're looking to hear more about the American division we'll jump that to a future show but the North division which is the Canadian divisions favorited for the fan votes by NHL.com. So that, oh, that's I why I, I, guess so. I think that like, if you're a member of Canada, this is going to be something that's going to be... All the other be, divisions are shit. Yeah, you got other divisions that... Like like the West, like Vegas, San Jose, and Colorado yeah. are going to murder those teams. <laughs> all season. All season. And then the Central's not very good either. Like, you got Carolina, Dallas, Tampa. Those are the... I mean, I got to give, I suppose, Columbus a little bit more credit. You should. Um, Defensively, yeah. especially. But, like, Detroit's, I mean, Detroit's Detroit. <laughs> Chicago, like, I mean, ah, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. They're not as bad as they could be. The NHL did a great, in my opinion, I think they job. definitely balance it out a little bit. Yeah. I think the East, the East is a little bit tough. Like, there's, fuck, you got to. <laughs> I mean, the Islanders are good. The Rangers should be better. Philly's going to be a good team. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Washington, Washington, and Boston. Give me would, all that. Washington. I, I would look. I would look. I think Boston not bringing back Tory Krug. Big deal, man. They didn't replace him with anybody. Z is, is Z coming back? It's like I'm still like, no he's word. Still, still no word. We're like three Tuka weeks. Is, don't forget Tuka Rask. You know he went back because of COVID. He should be. He's expected to come back. So but who knows does, what's gonna happen? Does Boston drop off. Does Washington of drop this off year this year? Washington's kind of Pittsburgh. Does Pittsburgh Crosby drop versus off? Ovechkin? You have. Uh, Tampa Bay in a division in Chicago. Not too many key marquee matchups there. So you want to go re- to the Cup Finals? You got Tampa who's Bay, your, Dallas. Who's your Pretty favorite good. out of the East? Who would you pick to win? You want to ask me that now? Yeah, sure. Okay, well, I know we're getting a little. I know. Uh, we'll answer this one. Then we'll this save is, it. We'll yeah, tease. Yeah, My favorite to come out of the East. Number one. Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, I, I like that pick. I mean. <laughs> Kind of hot, they, man. Kind of hot, man. They didn't play very good against the Islanders, and I think like with Philadelphia, you got to think they got a they got a weird team where they got a lot of um, older players that have been around for a while, right? Like you got Giroux, um, you got JVRs then there. Well, I mean he's back there. Um, I mean yeah, and then you just you got that younger version. You got you know Carter Hart, Konechny. Um, hopefully Nolan Patrick can come back eventually. Um, he's had a rough go to start his career, but I think they kind of see him as still like a really big like prospect. So yep. it's kind of a it's kind of not a win now for Philadelphia, but it's gonna be like you got like a two year window, and then you're gonna have to do a little bit of a mini rebuild, I believe. Because yep. I Jacob Voracek's getting up there too. Like he got he got not getting younger. I mean Sean Couturier is not exactly <laughs> like I mean. He's been in the league for what? Probably be eight seasons now. So yep. been there for it's a bit. just it's it's you don't like their their core is kind of all scattered throughout the team when it comes to age, right? Yep. And So I think Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I mean I think Philadelphia would be my favorite to come out of there. Um, and then the Islanders. I don't think the Islanders are going to be any worse than they were last year. <laughs> they play a team game. They're well coached. Got to watch out for Buffalo still though. They could be a dark horse. Taylor Hall. I, mean, <laughs> I wonder what team he got drafted to first overall. <clears throat> we'll see how him and Eichel do. Both those guys really like to carry the puck, though. So, A lot of the retro jerseys would be great to see in the National Hockey League, too. Uh, just quickly, your favorite retro jersey. I, I, I really do like the Phoenix one, and then the St. Louis one would probably be my favorite, too. I personally do think the Oilers one is real boring yeah. and generic. Same with Toronto. It's not, well, uh, it's, not, not. it's not ugly. It's just like they should have brought back like that old um, 
the old uh, I don't even know, I know what, what, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Talking about, yeah, I thought the like Islanders were going to bring like back the, the Island Fisher. You know what I'm saying? The Islanders didn't bring back the they brought back the original logo. <laughs> the the Islanders jersey is like their home jersey. It's, like, it's the home jersey from like like what like 2002. Two, yeah, like when John well not even the Maris Tchaikovsky and the boys, Sean Bates and it's Jason. Just a, Blake. It's just the darker color of the yeah. blue, right? Yeah. Like that's like that's. Fucking, I, that is fucking embarrassing that that's that's <laughs> as good as they could come. Why wouldn't they bring the fishermen back? I don't know. See, I do like Toronto. They did say it's kind of boring, but they weren't like the most extravagant stick out. I like the Carolina Hurricanes and the Hartford Whalers. Big fan. Yeah, for sure. And I, I am a fan of the Ducks still. I like seeing the, It's kind so of cartoony. It's a, it's a lot. It's, it's kind of car- I wish they could have went with the original logo. But, but they, they have that jersey. They have, they that have jersey. it. Exactly. Apparently, uh, Ryan Gesslap despises not even this like he's gonna hate hate this one he doesn't even like the like the retro oh, that black one on. i think those jerseys are nasty yeah they're absolutely gross ryan like i thinking? play be a pro and shell just so i can wear those jerseys go play for the ducks <laughs> so sick speaking of the ducks i got a disney plus show coming up but we'll save that for a full table discussion quack, honestly quack, quack. It, it's literally an nhl season that as i mentioned day and i and the crew including alex and justin and hopefully brooksy can make his time to come on on by for that as well to get his professional hockey opinion on a full preview of the 2020-2021 season in the National Hockey League. Just quick reminders about things that went on as per today, December the 22nd. Connor Sherry signed with the Washington Capitals. Big, I think that's a bigger sign people anticipate is what I mean to say. And Derek England retires from the National Hockey League. Uh, Mikhail Granlin just re-signed with um, Nashville as well. And, and Granlin just re-signed. you got to start seeing these RFAs are going to be resigning and getting things done. you got to think if Hoffman and Sedano Chara and these names are going to start falling or if they're going to be playing. Hoffman's the one I got my eye on going forward. Heck, that might happen tonight, tomorrow. Who knows when that happens the time of this upload that he did not get signed anywhere. So there's also been some various rule changes that we'll get into later on too in the league. Nothing huge hugely to talk about but there is a video on nhl.com that you can check out it's right on their homepage right now where hockey ops explains modifications for this season if you want to check out rule changes. Now let's move on Dane we've talked about the National Hockey League we've talked about World Juniors I'm going to more so spearhead the gem local edition here to give a reminder uh, for all of our listeners especially with the Northern Ontario that we are in lockdown and that's starting on December the 26th is the, the lockdown is where the, the, obviously that was announced by the government was the 26th. I believe it was it was originally on the 24th and yeah. now it's on the 26th or something like that. So 14 so. days is the amount of time that it's been down, projected. Down, down south northern will, Ontario. Be, will be longer. It'll be 28 days in down south, I believe. We're a green zone and have very limited COVID. but have Exactly. And we're sus- a green zone, if you will. Have to suffer due to yeah so toronto but here's the thing we have hockey locally as my voice kind of got higher there for a second i know jhl hockey that has been obviously on pause there's still a couple games they're going to be playing before christmas obviously the thunderbirds did play this past uh, couple games and the 20th was the most recent game against the Espanol express and you got Rayside Balfour Canadians and the Blinder Beavers are just recently in action. Rayside won five to one on that game. And as Scott touched on with your ESPN 1400 edition, to all those uh, news and updates, you can check out. Make sure you check out that edition that is on the GameSportsShow.com and also on Podbean and through our po- uh, podcast platforms. But there are two more games that they're going to be getting to before completion on the Christmas break. And then, as you can see, as per the NOJHL website, which is the Northern Ontario Junior Hockey League, there is a stoppage until the new year. And obviously as you stick to Northern Ontario, it is a green zone. It's different in different parts of Northern Ontario. There's a lot of precautions. So with us being in full lockdown, Northern Ontario, the Northern Ontario junior hockey league, from what I am gathered from experts within the, the sports realm there, that they are going to be also following the protocols of the government because obviously they have to, because of travel. So we will not expect a schedule release until everything is kind of cleared. We'll probably see something into the new year of 2021. And that goes for other local teams as well in particular with the midget grounds that have been playing there's also uh, the greyhounds who project to start in february was the projection but if this starts to keep getting pushed and teams and players can't come over it's going to really delay it might sorry it might delay the ohl season that hasn't been official yet so don't quote me on that but we got to keep an eye and see how long this pandemic extends it's going to be crazy like how's the nhl draft like scouts must be losing their minds like how because you can't, like, you can't, you 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 gotta go by last year's stats. Because like it's not even about like the top European four. players not, have an like, advantage. It's not, it's not like the top four rounds, but it's like everything beyond that is like 
European well, players have the guy, advantage because well, they get the play. No, well, I know. I just yeah, it's just gonna it's gonna screw out a lot of kids that you know might get that shot late round pick and you know might turn into something. But my I wonder if now might hold just not draft, get drafted but at you all. Can't, yeah, you might hold the draft and have a bigger draft going into the next year. But then you're delaying everything where you got our Shane Wrights and I think in the following draft. But you know you can't because no, of age. There's a lot of things. There's gonna be, but that obviously won't happen. Just spitballing bullshit. Well, you're just gonna here. be short. Yeah, seven players, or I mean prospects and picks. Seven and, prospects from the year before. So unless you do like, and if you traded a first round pick this unless year, unless then you like, do, unless you do like fucking twenty rounds next year. Yeah, so. there's a lot of things gonna come up. So my whole reminder for hashtag Gem Local, getting back into that, I'll go more reach and make sure that you just keep an eye on uh, what you can watch in the meantime until we go on break. There is no update with that, but LSSU is projected to still play hockey. January the 2nd. Obviously, that is the United States of America. It's different than the Ontario regulations that are currently in place. The Bemidji State is who they're projected to play on January the 2nd and the 3rd at home. So make sure you keep an eye on keeping tabs with LSSU hockey, the Lakers hockey, if, if you're following the Algoma region or following the Upper Peninsula of sorts. There's, there still is hockey to be watched. With that, and of course, as we touched on with the beginning of our show, we have our World Junior Tournament that is going on. So there's still hockey you can watch. I apologize for all the youngsters that are playing in the junior level hockey where they can't maybe enjoy even their last season. If you're a senior hockey player and everything that's going on, it's very unfortunate. I couldn't imagine the feeling that you have, especially if it's your last year, maybe hoping for a, a, a collegiate contract or a chance or even the chance to go on the next level. So it's hopefully things start to smooth out into the new year as we continue towards a vaccine but we all know that that's another conversation that is above my pay grade and outside of my realm to discuss so my reminder for gem local not too much to discuss I just want to make sure i went into a full reminder here it's been dave mckeg joined by dane hancho for both parts of our north superior brewing company upload our hockey edition here which i featured our world juniors preview nhl updates and of course our hashtag gem local why i say hashtag gem local is want to make sure everyone starts getting used to the word gem but also using that hashtag when it comes to local news in the algoma region and also in the sioux st Marie, michigan and upper peninsula area and i want to say thank you to alex parr for taking the time in the first part of the show dane over to you again thank you for taking the time it was a great show here tonight as always uh, great to have you inside the studio here it's gonna be a lot more of these studio recordings obviously we have big plans going into the new year not just in terms of shows but in terms of growth and going into our gem brand and with our working with our sponsors and having a full setup in this office uh, despite what's going on in covid we will still plug out content and make sure we entertain our listeners yeah thanks for having me over um Looking forward uh, to watching maybe some World Junior games with you. Uh, Absolutely, in the office, the TV hope up you here. You have a wonderful Christmas yes. with the family, yeah, with the gal, too. with the with the gal's family, <laughs> with Dodger, the pup. The yes, pup, yes, pup. yeah, that's key, man. Even Hannah's pup, my girlfriend's pup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat lots of food. Yeah, he's he's all right. Even my sister's dog, he's pain in the ass, but love Rolly. You know, yeah, no, 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 I've I've met him. Oh, we had a great time together. Love him, but he's he's another pup. But anyways, Merry Christmas to you also, Dane, also to your uh, family, and also to the listeners, uh, and to everyone a part of the Game Sports Show family. Uh, and also, special shout-out here, just as we go to the conclusion, usually I do this at the beginning, but I'll make sure I saved it for the last, my sister's birthday today. Happy birthday to my Happy sister, birthday. Alicia McKeg. Uh A follower, if you will, of the Game Sports Show, obviously, which of course she should be, because of being my sister and supporting. She doesn't make, have a choice. No, she does not. Make sure you hit like, follow, subscribe on all the platforms, Spotify, Apple, Podbean, Amazon, and Podtail Podcast platforms, Facebook and Instagram, at the Game Sports Show, and thegamesportshow.com. Make it your desktop. And also in this terms of this uh, of this upload, make sure you check out Northern Superior Brewing Company. It's a northern thing. It's delicious beer. It's Local, speaking of hashtag gem local, and also make sure you follow them on Facebook and their website, northspirit.org. It's a cool website. You can order beer. They do do delivery. There's options that you can enjoy for the holidays. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram as well. North Spirit Brewing Company, it's a northern thing. Now, getting to our conclusion, I want to say thank you very much for everyone for tuning in. And I will remind you that, as I've said on previous editions, this will be our last upload for our hockey side of the show until towards the new year we still have more uploads this week leading up towards christmas with our we do plan to have an in the pocket segment upload which will be on the 23rd before we wrap up for our christmas holidays we do plan to have a special edition upload as well with rob fred as long as we can get that show uploaded so this will be some content before christmas but 
when Christmas hits, we will be on holidays until January the 4th. So when there's a shutdown, the Game Sports Show is also following that shutdown for two weeks, of course, unless we have breaking news and also some World Junior potential reactions, some bonus uploads maybe. So make sure that you're reminded to mark on your calendars that we'll be on break throughout this shutdown as well until the new year after uploads this week. Thanks again for joining. It's Dim and Dave McKay on behalf of Dane Hancho, Alex Parr, and the whole crew with Jam and the Game Sports Show. I'm here to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, turn your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.